and gentlemen, welcome to the Doctor Script Show, where we talk about your favorite movies, what was good, what was bad, and how we can improve on things. We don't just talk about the problems, we give solutions to the problems. And joining me for this very fun New Year's little project we got going on, Dr. Sam. Hey, Happy New Year, Taylor. Happy New Year, everybody out oh, there. Yes. Oh, it's, a good, it's good to start off 2019 with some fresh... Bright eyes, just as bright as one shiny nose. Oh, man. Oh, man. Saying it's, uh, 2019 is weird. Any, it's different. It's like uh, the first time I've really heard it out loud. Any uh, any New Year's resolutions you've got going on right now? Uh, Nothing of note, really. I guess uh, watch more of these movies, am I right? Oh, definitely more in th- this new series that we're starting. <laughs> yeah. uh, because today, what are we watching today? We're watching the sequel to Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. We are watching Rudolph's Shiny New Year. I bet you guys didn't know there was another one of these. Yeah. And Guess what? There are more. Oh, snap. Uh, Rudolph has a lot of adventures over many holidays. Yeah, man. Uh, we're starting our New Year's out with a bang with Rudolph. This was definitely something I saw and was like, we got to talk about this. I, uh, I didn't know this existed until you brought it to my attention. Yes, I'm really glad you enjoyed this, did yeah, you? Yeah, I'm very happy you brought it to my attention. It is at the forefront of everything that I think about <laughs> from here on out since I watched it. It's weird. I mean, you know, like, the original was still weird, but this is, like, New on a level. different plane. Like, there's no, like, fun elf who wants to be a dentist. That is replaced with about 18 side characters who have no backstory whatsoever. Oh my, um, 18's being generous, man. I mean, like, there's probably more. Well, and there's so many songs that lead nowhere. I feel like we should just, do you just want to dive straight in? Let's try, man. Um, Sam, how does this open? You know Rudolph saved Christmas. <laughs> I don't know. It starts with a song telling you that you heard about Rudolph saving Christmas, but did you know he also saved the new year? What? Because on that very same foggy Christmas night, Santa gets a letter from Father Time in which he finds out that the baby New Year is missing. Uh Uh-oh. Now, I'm going to stop here right now. I know we don't usually stop this early. On the same night that Rudolph had to save Christmas, this shit happens, and guess who Santa sends out to go find baby baby New Year? Rudolph. Oh. You just recruited him. You just had this tiny infant baby boy reindeer who had nothing, who was like, just he just saved Christmas. Give him, like, a night off. You are Santa. You have so many other people at your disposal. Like, put someone else in charge of this. But no, you just, out of nowhere, you're like, Rudolph, you just did me a huge solid. <laughs> Do you mind finding a baby for me. <laughs> I know the letter's addressed to me, but man, I it's just going to kill I'm my so vibe busy. right now. Oh, we're going to get back to that, that <laughs> Santa's sending someone else out, and then later... Uh, He's like, I'm in a food coma. I've been eating all this chocolate chip cookies and milk. Like, can you just do it for me, man? And Rudolph's like, sure. And then we get the opening titles, and we get, uh, then we see Father Time. Yes. And he's this old guy in a white beard and the staff, and he... Tells, tells the story and he says, so Rudolph set off with one of my uh, trusted uh, generals. General, General Ticker. And it's not like one of those things where then we see the scene where Rudolph and Ticker meet. We just, they, they've 
and they've left the North Pole. Rudolph and Tigger are already friends, and they arrive at a desert. And when they arrive at this desert, there's a camel with a clock on its back. And what is his name? Court? Uh, it's, well, that's what Rudolph wants to call him. Right. But it's like, ah, uh, quarts of... Quarter past five. Oh, yeah, he's quarter it? past five. Yes. And then Rudolph's like, how about I call you Court for short? And he's, he's like, like, I don't want that. I'd rather you not. And, dude, he... Court looks stoned this whole time. <laughs> like, his eyes are like, no. But then... But also, if Father Time's sending out a camel to come get him, why couldn't Father Time go out and do this, him, whatever. So, picks up the two of them, and they look up and they see this giant vulture bird thing, and they're like, what's that? That's Eon. He lives for an Eon. <laughs> and guess what? His Eon is up at the end of the year. Uh-oh. Guess what happens if baby New Year isn't returned to Father Time? What's happening? That means the New Year doesn't start. It's just December 31st over and over again. Oh, man. But you know what that means for Eon? That means his Eon doesn't end. <laughs> That means he'll live forever. Eon's figured out the secret to immortality. Wow. Actually, that is a weird thing that I do want to address, I guess, now that we're already here. Okay. The whole point is that they time stops if the baby doesn't return, and because the baby has to take up the mantle of being new father time. Right. Does that mean that nobody ages from then on out? And does that mean, how does time stop? Like... It's December 31st over and over again, but does that mean that time freezes, like nothing happens, or is it literally the day, like Groundhog Day, like over and over again? I imagined it like more of a Groundhog Day, where things just keep repeating, but... But does that mean everybody doesn't age as well, like similar to Eon? Like, does that mean we have immortality? Uh, sure. I just want to know because... I feel like we should just let this baby go. (laughs) That means that we've solved the secret to everlasting life. Man, Santa just, like, maybe that's what Santa does, you know? He just, like, that's why he never ages. Yeah, maybe, no. Anyway, Eon's yeah. gonna die if he, if the baby gets back, so Eon is on the search for this baby. Which, it's sort of dark. Well, also, right? Eon really shouldn't be looking for this baby, because baby's lost already. Like, yeah. why is he bothering? Like, if he picks him up, then the people that are trying to rescue him know where he's gonna be. True. But yeah, Eon is in the desert, then the, the crew travels to Father Time's castle. And Father Time just, like, talks to him and shows him all his clocks. <laughs> and he sings a song about what happens when a New Year's baby grows into, like, a keeper of time. And then at the end of their, like, they grow for an entire year. And then at the end of their year, they retire to the, like, I look it up, the archipelago of last <laughs> years. Oh, God. Basically, it's a series of islands. <laughs> well, I want to know, you know how they... Age every year. What what's the month or two where time goes through puberty? You know, Ooh. like what's the rough time of the year? Well, let's see. Where things the, just pu- get puberty usually happens for a person around like between ten and fifteen. Right. And the average human lifespan is about eighty years. Sure. So if it's let's go in the middle and say thirteen. Okay. Thirteen, twenty six, thirty nine, fifty two, seventy five. No, let's say 80, 88. Let's say uh, Father Time lives to be 88 human years over the course of one year. Okay. That's one-sixth. So, February. So, fe- like, February, like, starting into March is, like, a really rough <laughs> time. Because that's when Father Time's going through puberty. <laughs> uh, okay, so... Also, how does an infant make decisions on how the universe should work? 
in, during the month of January. Is that why January is kind of fucked? Yeah, sometimes? definitely. That's why the New Year's always start rocky. You know, last year we had Logan Paul posting a video of a dead guy. Was that in January last year? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Wow. And then what, what happened what? the January before that? Uh, I don't know. I so, don't no, <laughs> I can't imagine anything going pretty bad last year, two uh, years ago now. We're not here to do hot takes on your life. <laughs> but basically, he sings a song about that, and then he tells Rudolph about the archipelago of last year's, which is <laughs> a series of islands that form every time a father time is done with his year. And the island forms and becomes the encapsulation of that year. Uh-huh. I guess, I don't know, this is some weird shit. Yeah. It, Basically, like, we'll see this later, but 1776 is, like, America land, where every day is the 4th of July. There's, like, a medieval land. There's, like, they talk about, like, 4000 BC being, like, all about the pyramids. And it's, uh, Yeah. Fairy tale land, which is different. Well, that's 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 a whole other can of worms. Yeah. And basically, they say that uh, they they think that the baby Happy, who will not call him New Year Baby anymore, his name's Happy. Okay. Has escaped to the archipelago of last years, and they think that he's hiding out on some, one of these islands. Uh, Taylor, why is Happy? Why did Happy run away? Um, so, you know how Rudolph has this big red nose that he got made fun of all those years. Well, Happy has a similar thing where everyone keeps making fun of his big Ben Stiller ears. <laughs> and everyone like you right now just continues to laugh at him. And so it started off in with Father Time and Cork laughing with a bunch yeah, of tear takers. around Father Time. And yo, the this is harsh because the narrator follows it up by saying they didn't mean to laugh. It was it, it was wrong of Happy to misinterpret their <laughs> laughter. What the fuck? They're not. He's not misinterpreting their laughter. They're making fun of him. Yeah. The politics, the the shit in this movie. Oh my god. So Happy just does he knock some ice off, like a chunk of ice. On, he basically just sails out. He sails out. Oh, yeah, he just takes a boat and leaves. Yeah, he just leaves. Which props on this little baby knowing yeah, how to do works. sailing, man. I, I think this is a smart baby. Yeah. But basically, they're like, we need to get happy back here, otherwise time will continue. And they're like, great. So he then sings another song about Rudolph having to go cross the beach to find a sundial. And yeah. when he points his shiny nose at the sundial, he'll travel through time. But he won't actually travel through time. He'll just go to the archipelago of last years. It's weird. No one joins Rudolph either no, on this adventure. Like, General, General Cluck and Cork both leave him. Yeah, they like they get introduced and like it's a big thing that they're with him. And they're gone for the rest of the special. And he Rudolph gets on a boat and sails out, I guess, back in time. And then he runs into... Eon. <laughs> Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. I forget he runs into Eon. Eon starts coming and attacking him, and he's like, ah, oh, and Eon's really bad at destroying boats. He so is. Eon's about to pick up <laughs> Rudolph, and then this... And then a giant whale <laughs> <laughs> shows up and is like, jewel, motherfucker, <laughs> and just comes out, and he's got a clock in his tail, and he's like, you will not, <laughs> you shall not pass, Eon. And he tells Rudolph... To climb into his mouth. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I forgot about that. 
he climbs into his mouth and he's just like, and we're all like, what? And he's like, he's like, I can't understand you. And then Big Ben is just like, oh, I'm sorry. I, uh, you could understand me. It's hard to talk with my mouth full. Yeah. And you heard him right. This whale's name is Big Ben. Yeah, I didn't know they got the quarterback from the Steelers to get be in this, you know? And, uh, and then Rudolph climbs to the top of Big Ben, and then basically Big Ben and Eon sail, like, side by side with each other, and they sail to the archipelago of last year's, and they arrive at the very first island ever that's uh, home to 1 million B.C. And... Hot takes by Rudolph. I guess evolution's a thing? What? Oh, shit. Oh, my God. Taking a stance here, man. Actually, yeah, that's a very interesting uh, thing to point out, that if it is 1 million B.C., fuck religion, am I right? Yeah, that's what happened, you know? What if... what if Rudolph was like, oh, I don't believe this. This goes below my political beliefs. <laughs> Rudolph is like, I'm more agnostic than anything else. <laughs> but he arrives at 1 million BC and meets uh, OM, who is 1 million BC, the father time of that year. And basically it's an island full of uh, dinosaurs and jungle. And they sing a song about uh, how even when things seem dark, yeah, you could just imagine the rain as if it's raining sunshine. Yeah. So, uh, if raining sunshine sounds familiar to anybody, does anybody remember the theme song to Cloudy for the Chance of Meatballs as sung by Miranda Cosgrove? No? Just me? All right. <laughs> so, they sing, it's a cute song, and they ask if, uh, or not they, Rudolph asks one, uh, 1 million BC if Happy had arrived at the island, and he was like, you know, I think I saw a baby around here. And then he took off his hat and his big fucking ears made everybody laugh so hard that he got into a pterodactyl egg and ran away again. And then he's like, oh no, we just missed him. Then uh, 1 million BC agrees to travel with Rudolph and the two of them get on top of Big Ben and they sail to a bunch of other islands. Yeah, and that's basically just what happened. The rest of it is just like, oh, we've gone here. Damn, missed him. Oh, we've gone here. Yeah. So they go to, where do they go next? Then uh, they go... <laughs> Then they go to 1023. 1023. Uh, where everything's all medieval knights. Uh, well, I don't know actually the time period, but they're knights and castles and princesses and and fairy tales. Yes, and so who we meet here from Father Time, uh, what's his name? Is it just... It's just 1023. 1023. And he's a knight with a huge beard out of his um, armor. Yeah, and he he's, he's pretty funny. I like him. He just speaks in old-timey English and is like, I do believe I have seen the baby. Uh, he, he has gone hither and thither. We should ask the, the creature, the fairy tale creatures that are here. Which also gets into another point. If there are fairy tale creatures on mm-hmm. the island of 1023, does that mean that they're real? Is that what Rudolph is saying? Is that fairy tales are real? Uh, I guess. It's, you know. I mean, if you got well, a talking I mean, blowy nose reindeer. Yeah, if, if Rudolph is like. Alive, I guess fairy tales aren't too far of a stretch. I suppose. So they, they go to a bunch of fairy tale areas, uh, and then we catch up with Happy, and Happy has entered the home of the three bears. Oh, the three bears. And they just tell the story of the three bears. Oh, the Goldilocks. No, Goldilocks? Well, less than three bears, yeah, but Happy is Goldilocks. Yeah. Okay, okay, yeah, so... And, and yeah. but then he starts making friends with Baby Bear... And he's like, "What? You're my friend now." And then he's like, "You need to play this game with me, so take off your hat." And then they they look at his big fucking ears and they laugh at him. And again, the narrator's like, "They didn't mean to laugh." <laughs> and I'm like, "Fuck you." 
<laughs> they're like, no, they meant to laugh there. Like, they definitely meant to laugh. And Happy again leaves. Rudolph bumps into him, tells a story, and we go to the next island. And the next island of 1776. And who do we bump into in 1776? Uh, Ben Franklin. Benjamin but, Franklin. But it's actually just the embodiment of Father Time who looks a lot like Benjamin Franklin. And Ben Franklin was uh, gets happy, happy like is in 1776, and they're all like, hey, and I think that's shortly afterwards Rudolph and company arrive at the island, uh, they sing a song about how America's great, um, and then, America's great. guess what, Happy takes, oh no, oh this is what was my favorite part, <laughs> they're like about to do like the Pledge of Allegiance, like the National Anthem, uh-huh. and then uh, someone right. leans over to Happy and says, sir, be respectful to the flag and take off your hat. And just a little part of me wanted Happy to take off his hat. Everybody laughed, fucking laughs at his ears. And I just wanted Happy to get down on one knee. <laughs> oh, God. Happy with the political <laughs> statements, man. Because <laughs> everybody just laughed at him, so he's he was disrespecting the flag. <laughs> and so Happy... I think he leaves again. Yeah, Happy leaves again. No, uh, that's this is when Eon gets him. Eon oh, finally gets uh, Happy and picks him up. And that's when Rudolph and company catch up with 1776. And he's like, I'm sorry, we didn't mean to laugh at him. And I'm like, fuck you. Yeah, like, yeah, no, 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 he didn't. <laughs> uh, and uh, they find out that uh, Eon's lair is a place called No Name. And they, do they, does he go to No Name or do they chase him first um they chase eon oh wait no eon <laughs> eon picks up happy and then accidentally drops him mm-hmm. and his hat or like balloon or something saves happy from just falling down and he drifts for a day because there's also the deadline of like oh we're running out of time yeah, they've been searching for days yeah and so against I can't remember why, but Happy ends up with Eon, and Rudolph and company goes to their place, tries to save Happy. Eon throws him down, and they roll into, like, this giant snowball. And Father Time, who's narrating the whole time, is like, Yes, so we're, all hope is lost, and, but what, what is that? And, like, one of the snowballs starts glowing red, and he's like, Oh, it can't be. It's, it's Rudolph. And then he, Rudolph bursts through... His little... But what? my question is, does Rudolph's nose emanate heat? I thought it just glowed. Uh, is it like a light bulb? Like it actually like like gets hot? I guess, according to I, this I, mean, the, I guess the logic of this movie would suggest that unless the power of glowing is strong <laughs> enough to destroy a snowball... Sure, we'll go with it. Why not? Why not? So he breaks free and he confronts Eon, who's having Happy on uh, next to him. And Rudolph, like, gives this speech to Happy about, like, hey, I was different, too, and I accepted my differences, and blah, blah, blah. Well, no, it's even worse, because it's, he talks about that, and then Rudolph says, look, just because people are laughing doesn't mean they're laughing at you. And then I'm like, fuck you, Rudolph. <laughs> people were laughing at you. It's such a different lesson. I, I get what they're trying to go for, but they're, it's, such, it's such a horrible way of delivering that message. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It's basically saying, hey, people are going to laugh at you, so just let them. 
<laughs> yeah, that's true, that's true. And then uh, Rudolph is like, have you ever heard of me? I'm Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. And I shit you not, Father Time says... Rudolph was too modest to sing his own song, so the trees did it for him. Uh, oh, God. And so what does Happy do after this? Happy decides he's going to go with Rudolph, but then Eon wakes up. Yep. And Eon looks over at him and is like, I'm going to hold on to Happy. And then Rudolph says, go on, Happy, take off your hat. Show him who you really are. Happy takes off his hat, and Eon laughs his ass off. Yeah, he la- he literally rolls down the mountain laughing, hits a bunch of ice, opens up the rest of uh, the people, Rudolph's company, free. Yeah, he frees them from their snowballs, and Eon's just laughing, but also, he should be dead. Yeah. He fell down that mountain. Well, he's gonna die soon, I guess. Well, he's gonna die within the, the 30 minutes. So, yeah, so Rudolph goes down and is laughing, he's like, hey, you can't, die laughing so much, am I right? I don't really get what he was saying. I don't know, but basically, at that point, uh, the clock strikes 12. This is this is where things get a lot weirder, uh-huh. surprisingly. <laughs> they get him, and it strikes 12, and then as like the clock is like gonging, like 12, yeah. Rudolph makes, pulls some bullshit theory out of his ass, where he's like, maybe if we get happy... Back to Father Time before the twelfth gong or bong, we'll be a- we'll be able to keep the process going. No one has explained that to him. No one has said that that's a thing. And so they're like, "But how will we get back to to Father Time in time?" And sh- and sure enough, out of nowhere, Santa fucking Claus shows <laughs> yeah. up. Oh my Deus god! Ex Claus. He just show. He's like the eagles from uh, Lord of the Rings. He just comes, takes them away. Because he could have just done that all the yeah. time. <laughs> Santa, why'd you send your tiniest reindeer when you could have flown to all of these islands and picked them up? Oh, my God. So Santa shows up, and it's bonged, like, three times. Yeah. And they're like, quickly, we must get there before there are 12 bongs. Which I think it's funny because I just imagine them hotboxing. Uh, yeah, Father Time. That's how they're slowing the time down. Am I right? And I'm pretty sure it bongs way more than 12 times, but they pick up the baby, they fly as fast as they can, which on a stop-motion animation budget is very slow. Right. And they get back to Father Time's castle, and just in time, they're all like, we accept you for who you are, Happy. Woo. Sure. And everyone celebrate. Yeah, yeah, they sing, sing another song. song they Happy celebrate it. That's it. That's it. And, well, and then Rudolph looks at the camera, like at the very end, and says, "And I hope your new year is shiny too." And he stares for a little too long. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's over. Yep. So uh, Sam, what did you think of Rudolph's shiny new year? I had a great time. I cannot say that this is good. I cannot say that it's bad. I can't say it exists. I can say this is bad. I mean, it's not like, oh, I'm never showing my kids these. It's just like, this is objectively not the best yes. out there. Well, it's just such, all right, here's the next thing. All right, here's the next thing. Yeah. And there's no, le- well, there's there's a lesson. Because I, I don't know how much surgery you want to get into on this. I have one solitary thing that I want to get into surgery about. Okay. Are, are we good? Are we good to dive in? Yeah, let's just dive in. Whatever, sure. I want this to be the exact same thing. Okay. I want it to be as weird and as stupid as it is. 
but I want the narration where Father Time says they just couldn't help themselves. They weren't laughing at him. Change that shit. <laughs> Fix that moral. Okay. How could you? What's... Father Time needs to instead say they laughed at him, and although although it was wrong, they couldn't help themselves. And then later on, they say he says something like, and it just made Happy feel worse, even though they didn't want to be laughing. And then Rudolph, instead of saying, let them laugh, be like, hey, they're jerks for laughing, and like have the father times that were from earlier that laughed at him uh-huh. come up and be like, we're sorry for laughing. It's a it's a thing that people do that's shitty, and we sh- you know we we need to figure out a way to change so that our immediate reaction to people who are different isn't to laugh at them. Because that was the point of Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer in the first place. Should they have, like, a weird thing about them? Like, no. look at my nose, or look at my ten feet, or ten-toed feet. And... No, because I think the moral of the story is to let kids know that you should be accepted for being different. Uh-huh. Because I think there's okay. certain stories where it's like, hey, everybody's weird, or everybody's different. I think the helpful lesson here is to be like, even if you're different, we accept you for who you are. And people, you know, even if... if and the sh- lesson should be, if people laugh at you, you figure out a way to make it work for you, rather than just be like, people are going to laugh at you. Deal with it. Sucks to suck. <laughs> I, that's, that's what I would change. That's the main thing, because I just, this is so weird. Yeah. It's so dumb that I kind of don't want to change any any of its weirdness. I. It's got to be a little more flowing, I guess, because it's literally just like, hey, let's go back to fairy tales. Hey, America rocks. <laughs> Oh, look, it's a uh, caveman and dinosaurs. Oh, look, here's the whale. Like, Well, I guess in that case, I wouldn't make the special 50 minutes. I would make it like 22. How long is the original uh, Rudolph? I'm pretty sure it's 50 minutes as well. I think they're really? like hour-long specials. Because the, the, like, what happens with Happy and like the New Year stuff, it's he goes to three islands where the exact same thing happens every single time. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're going to do that repeatedly, just do it as a sh- do it short. Do it very short. Have it happen very quickly. And you get the same gist of it instead of plopping your kids in front of the TV for an hour or something like that. Because that's honestly what this is. It was It's an expensive way for parents to put their kids in front of the TV for an hour. Like, people in the 70s. Be like, I, Christmas is already hard enough. Just watch this shit. One thing is, like, yeah, we need the characters to flow in together, you know? It's not like, um, I'm blanking. Who's the guy who, in the original Rudolph short, is, like, silver and gold, is looking for it? Cornelius? Oh, I don't remember. It's been way too the long. red beard? I don't remember. It's been way too oh, long. Oh, no. I, I, I also didn't watch these that much as a kid. Yeah, we just need characters to, like, follow the plot all the way. Like, either have... One of the father times follow him the whole time, and you go to different areas. Let's just not continually pick up different, like, eras. Yeah, or at least, like, yeah, you don't have to pick up more. Just be like, hey, was he here? Yeah, we laughed our asses off when he was here. And then you just move on, and you're like, you guys are horrible people. Like, it would be great if Rudolph gave him, like, also a talking to. Yeah, like, he should sort of, like, yeah, I'd definitely be down to be like, you guys are jerks and blah, blah, blah. Because especially if they're, like oh, yeah, we laughed at him, and that was bad. It's like, that's not a lesson. Just because you acknowledge it doesn't make it better, you need to learn not to do that anymore. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, so how do we deal with Santa? Like, we got to give him a reason not to go besides that he's lazy. Um, is is Christmas happening? 
Christmas well, just happened. No, I'm saying like maybe <laughs> like is there is Mrs. Claus pregnant or like is something or is what what's stopping Santa from actually dealing with this laziness? Besides being lazy, <laughs> what is his reason? Um, oh, I wish I could think of one. I, I honestly, it's it's just kind of funny to complain about it. <laughs> I, I had a lot more fun being like, you just finished Christmas. <laughs> Fuck you, Santa. Like, don't send your tiny reindeer off. You can handle this. Yeah. Well, because he is, he is literally the ravens or the... Eagles. Eagles from Lord of the Rings. Maybe there's a political reason. Or even if he could just be like, Rudolph, the day after Christmas is actually the busiest for me because then I have to reorganize my list and I have to get started going all over again. Yeah. And then he's like, I'm sorry, I'm too busy with Christmas to deal with this. That's a way better answer than what we got, so I'll take it. Take it. I'll take it. Yeah, let's just have one father time follow through too. Like maybe we bump into random characters, but they aren't actually like father times. And maybe... Instead of, like, every year a new father time comes in, it's, like, every ten years or every, like, hundred years. So, like, this guy. Well, this it'd be cool, because Eon, like, the whole thing with Eon, the vulture, is that he, like, dies every Eon. And right. it'd be cool if there's a father, for every Eon there's a father time. So, like, it would make more sense that there's a father time. He's like, my time is about to end, and it feels more... I know it feels more important, I think, if there are less father times, where it's like, this is the first time in, you know, a thousand years yeah. that a baby, that we've had to get a new father time. Do we want to have a deeper lesson about death and acceptance right now? Like, uh, should father, because father time is very like, yeah, I'm willing to die now. Yeah. Well, or, I, mean, well, I guess well, he's not dying. Die. But they, they live forever on yeah. the island constructed out of 1970, whatever this was. Well, should he just, like, uh, die? You know, like, oh, this is old, out with the old and in with the new. And yes. so he's, like, accepted it. But now Eon's like, no, I'm not ready to go. Like, blah, blah, blah. That Are was... we ready to tackle that in this Rudolph shiny new year? Well, because that is kind of the point that Eon's gonna die. Yeah. If he doesn't save this baby. Or he doesn't, if he doesn't kidnap this baby. And it's understandable do I think we should cover that as a theme? Well, maybe it's yes. just... Do I think we should cover that in Rudolph's shiny new year? <laughs> no. Well, because Eon literally laughs this off. <laughs> like, he just... I'm all right. That's also moments before he dies. We yeah. don't see him because at midnight, he should have just crumbled into dust and been dead. Yeah. I think I think it's more... Again, I think it's just more fun to talk about it in this way. <laughs> Because I ordinarily I'd be like I want the movie to be better. Uh-huh. However, it's a it's a Rankin and Bass special from the seventies. I'm I'm cool with it just being what it is and having it to be a discussion a talking point. It's the Doctor Script show, man. We gotta fix something here. I my, listen. My fix is fix the moral. I'm cool with that being my one big fix. We oh, can fix man. Santa's reasoning for not going. And I think you're right that it should be one father time, and I think it should be one million BC. If we're going to keep the structure of the archipelago of lost years, uh huh. He he gets the very first father time to come with him. Should the times that they go to sort of like talk about how oh if you're an outsider and weird you're like going to get executed or like something like that? So we teach the people a lesson also about differences and coming together. I think that could honestly be a thing that like especially when they go to seventeen seventy six. Yeah, I I do think there should be a, a possible moral about acceptance in people, and it could tie into the time periods that they go to. As we know, 1776 was a good time for America to be formed, but, you know, 
a, a different time. Yeah, very and true. I think it, there you could go to like mm, like a time like the eight hundreds or like inqu- Inquisition level where it's like, hey, you know, and you don't have to specifically say like these things because in at the Inquisition like you know Catholics problems big there. You don't right. have to say that specifically. It's like we don't take too kindly to people who are different from us. And then Rudolph comes in and is like, you should accept people for who they are. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Any specific time periods else you'd want them to travel to to learn this lesson? Uh, Are they going to, like, Egypt? (laughs) They're going to go to 1917 (laughs) to stop the assassination of Archduke Franz Ferdinand (laughs) and prevent World War I. Because, yeah, if, if Rudolph has the ability to go through time... I want to see, oh, I want to see Time Cop Rudolph. <laughs> Sorry, we're doing a whole new thing now. Uh, Gotta stop the JFK assassination. It was Ted Cruz all along. <laughs> um, I don't know, do you have any errors you want them to go to? Short answer is no. I don't have any specific okay. times I can think of. Uh, there's a fun idea there, I think, that people can go to, but you guys can figure that one yeah. out. I um, mean, as, as is, I do think, I guess there's a little bit more is to change the moral... I also think it should be 30 minutes long and teach, teach the people a lesson along the way. Have Rudolph be like, hey, you're shitty people for laughing at him. Do we want to bring more characters back from the original Rudolph in here? Sure. Again, I'm not, I haven't seen these things in so long uh-huh. that I don't really remember the characters all that well. But if you know them well, then by all means insert them into the story. Because I think it would be, there'd be cohesion between the two stories. Because you know how in the first one, uh, Hermes, the elf, wants to be a dentist, and everyone's like, you want to be a dentist? That's weird. Is another thing that, well, actually, that won't work as much. I was going to say that uh, the baby doesn't want to be a father time figure, Mm -hmm. but then, like, you know, he has to be eventually, so that would go against that moral. Um, (laughs) He has to be, otherwise time stops. Yeah. Uh, so, is there anything else you want to fix up of Rudolph's shiny new year? No, I think we got it. The the moral, the island hopping, the visiting, uh, Rudolph teaching lessons. I think that's a pretty good, pretty solid for, uh, for a rewrite for this special. Yeah, I think you're right. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not, it's such a small sample size that I think for what we've done is good enough. Yeah, so, uh, but now, Taylor, that we're in the year of... 2019. Ah, that's so weird. Uh, what's something that you're looking forward to? Like, either, like, you know, it's a movie that's coming out, or, like, what what, what do you feel like, you know, stuff that we're going to do uh, this year? Movie-wise, like, I am just very pumped for everything that's coming out. Like, Avengers, obviously, Star Wars. I'm really interested to see where uh, Detective Pikachu goes. <laughs> <laughs> I Yeah, I think that honestly might be my most, uh, not anticipated, but most curious movie of the year is Detective Pikachu. Yeah. I'm a, a weirdly a big Conjuring Universe fan, so I'm oh, hoping yeah. that whatever the Conjuring 3 ends up being, which they're making right now, but like I hope the trailer comes out at some point that can we can we can enjoy. Yeah, me too. There's this one movie coming out like uh, later this week that I'm very interested in. It's called Escape Room. I really like the ideas of all that, you know? Like, I'm a big Escape Room fan I, I of guess going around. I just, when I saw the trailer, I was just like, I, I hope this doesn't tell me the whole movie. Yeah, you know, it, if we looked into it enough, I think we might have. But I'm very intrigued to see where that goes. I got a good feeling about it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's a lot of interesting movies coming out no, there's, this year, there's some so. cool stuff, and I'm... I'm excited to see where it goes. I'm also excited, actually, about seeing uh, the Disney streaming service launch. Yeah. Uh, seeing if that, like, really 
actually go somewhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of seeing where the theatrical versus uh, home uh, entertainment experience goes because I'm. I don't want the theatrical experience to go away. I like seeing these things in theaters as much as, uh, you know, movies that we had have reviewed and, and uh, doc, script doctored before. Solo was at least a good experience that I had going to the theater to see. Mm-hmm. Like, I liked being able to do that rather than... Uh, we, listen, we haven't watched any other movies yeah. uh, that have been released uh, recently that are that we have covered. But I, no, I, really, I really hope the theatrical experience stays and I hope we can talk about something that uh, I've watched in, a th- watched in a theater that I can comment on the full experience. I agree. I agree. There's uh, exciting stuff up ahead. We've got stuff, and if you have ideas on things that we should do or that you would like, especially as the year's begun, new things format-wise, movies we should talk about, new things of doing, we, we're thinking of doing some new ideas uh, yeah. beyond script doctoring specifically. If you got anything like that, hit us up on all of the social medias. Yes. That's uh, Dr. Script Instagram, Dr. Script Facebook for Twitter, DR Script Podcast. Um, we have a website now, too, so go check that out. It's yes. pretty cool. Uh, DrScriptPodcast.com? Yes, DrScriptPodcast.com. And spelled out, DrScriptPodcast.com. Yeah. Uh, go visit us on iTunes. Mm-hmm. Uh, leave a nice five-star review, you know, or four. Listen, I prefer a five, but... If you gotta go four, I'll take it. We, right, we want your honest opinions here, guys. Right, please, honestly, write, if you can't have the time to write a real review beyond the five stars, that'd be super helpful. Uh, everything goes a long way, no matter what it is. True, uh, true, true. And yeah, I hope all goes well. And uh, Happy New Year, Taylor. Yep, Happy New Year to you too. Welcome to 2019. Ooh-wee. I hope nothing bad happens in this January. <laughs> oh, don't worry. Something will be happening soon. Oh, something will be happening soon. All right. Stay tuned for next week if you know what I mean. All right. Thank you, guys. Bye. Bye.